You're listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. If you're looking for easy listening, you're in the wrong place. But you want to put in the work to change your life for the better, laugh a little bit, and learn a lot about yourself. Get ready. This ain't no basic podcast. Here she is to give you all the tools you need to feel empowered, sexy, healthy, and informed. This is Casey Ship. What's up? What's up? Uh, today's podcast, we've got famous Megan. If you watched, I think she actually got on the Explore page on Instagram. Whoop, whoop. She, hey, how do I say your last name? Benavides. Benavides. You got it. Benavides. So Megan, and I'm sitting here looking at her, I'm like, bitch, you look like a fucking figure competitor. Like looking at her shoulders, her boobs even look good. Her triceps, it's amazing because... Uh, if you saw her before and after picture, you would not believe this is the same girl. And when we post this video, we'll just put her picture right there so you see it. But I think everybody kind of knows it's, it was a pretty awesome before and after. It was like, you were a fat girl before, mm-hmm. just straight up. And then now right. she looks like a fitness competitor. No shit. And she's occupational therapist, home health, sitting in her home office right now. If you can't see the video, married, how long have you been married? 10 years this year. Holla, holla, holla. She's here from St. Georgia. She's from Georgia and just a, just a great gal. What I like the most about Megan is she came in and had a bunch of excuses. We're going to uncover those, but she always showed up, like always took responsibility. She was very coachable, meaning her coach Kate would say, Hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And she would do it. She wasn't perfect, but she would do it. That's the biggest thing, but this is going to be awesome. She's going to drop so many nuggets because my goal, Megan, is to talk about just your whole journey because when just you talking about it, it's going to help people. So first of all, um, how did you find me? Well, that was just by coincidence, which now definitely that's not the case. That was fate. You know, I was kind of at the end of my rope with where I was with my weight and we had just moved to Marietta and I went to a new hair salon and I was talking to Lee Huey that works there. And, um, she got to telling me about you guys. And later that week, I think the same day or week she posted, um, she shared one of your videos on Facebook. And that very day I was, had been looking online, looking for a coach, like I need to do something. It's time. And it just happened all the right timing. And I contacted you, I think maybe the very next day, I was really nervous about everything and got a hold of you and it's history. <laughs> from there. You worked with Kate though, right off the bat. Uh huh. I did. I knew I needed one on one. I knew I needed everything laid out in the beginning. You know. All right. So, you t- what was your initial? I don't know. Problem. Well, I had put on. I've never struggled with my weight my whole life. I've been just kind of average to small, size two, four ish. And when we made the move to Marietta, and I moved jobs from rehab into home health, and I was now in a car all day. You know driving through drive throughs or I would make excuses about packing my lunch. So I had put on lots of weight. I had quit going to the gym. I made every excuse not to make it, you know, being in this new environment, new work. So between bad food choices and not going to the gym, I had put on these 30 something pounds in like a year and a half, two years is really fast. Cause I was always like a, you know, smaller size zero to, um, and I just got so disgusted with myself. Um, and it was just time I had went, um, swimsuit shopping that very week and had to put on a size 10 in a swimsuit 
and my thighs were rubbing and I was like, nope, something's got to give. <laughs> I'm five foot three. Holy moly. And see, people are going to hear that. And first of all, start hating on you. It's like, oh, what she's saying, a size 10 right. big. No, 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 no. This is like saying if you were, were a size 10, that means you're going to be now in like what, a 22 pretty mm -hmm. much? Yeah. Yeah. It was big for me, for my stature. Um, that's what I told my husband. I said, I look at a picture. And I said, I swear, like, like Kirstie Alley, when she was at her heaviest, I know that's a big difference, but that's what I look like in the picture. And I was like, something's got to give. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, I always try to talk like, look, I am not shaming anyone. Okay. Um, it's about being healthy and, and feeling healthy and sexy. And it, mm -hmm. But uh, so you were like a size zero or two, and then you went to a 10. Okay. Yeah. How much weight did you lose total? Uh, so far, when I called you guys, like right before I um, got to work with you guys, I was 158, and now I'm down to 118. So it's been 40 pounds. Okay, because I'm like, there's no way. It looked like you had more weight on you than that, so 40 I, It did, yeah. But she, she's put on a lot of muscle. That's the thing. She's put on a mm -hmm. lot. What did you play in high school? Well, I, I was a cheerleader, and then I, I quit doing cheerleading, you know, kind of early in high school. But I was always active, you know really my whole life and then running around so yeah because she's got a great build like if you saw her body it's just like wow she on drugs or something because she just looks good uh, okay so what did you think it was going to be like working with a Casey, a Casey ship coach or just a coach that looked like Kate because a lot of people yeah. judge Kate they do they judge her and they see her and they're like this skinny bitch don't know nothing um what does she know about xyz or they may look at her and go wow she's a pro so I'm scared to work with her but what did you think initially prejudging us and then what actually what was it like actually yeah well I was intimidated of course you know you guys are like goals for sure in goals um and I knew I needed to make a lot of changes. I knew the activity and the diet, and I knew it was going to be immediate. It needed to immediately happen, not just over time. Like the next day, I need to wake up. It needs to be X, Y, and Z. And I'm a perfectionist, so I knew that I was going to do whatever it took. And, I, and it was hard to make that adjustment, eating whatever you want, whenever you want, not going to the gym to, okay, well, this has got to be a priority now. So I was intimidated because um, I knew I didn't want to fail myself. I didn't want to fail you guys. Actually, when I first signed up and the meal plans and the workouts came over, I pulled over on the side of the road and I cried. That is, yeah. I cry when I get my plans. I'll be so overwhelmed. I'll be like, yeah. You don't know this, and Kate probably didn't know that either. But anyways, I did because I was just so overwhelmed with everything. But I had called my dad. He's one of my biggest supporters. And he's like, if it was easy, everyone would be walking around looking amazing. He said, everything worth having is worth fighting for. And he was like, you can do this, you know, just one day at a time. He's like, I know you can. It's just going to be an adjustment. And um, it, it's now the easiest thing in the world. Like, I know that skips a whole lot, but it was a lot of work to begin with. And now it's like completely second nature. And working with, with Kate was easy. It was great. I mean, she knew exactly what I needed. And, and she adjusted things every two weeks based on how I was doing. And I don't think we ever really hit a point. I've been with her 15 months. And I don't think we've ever hit a point where we went backwards or we, we just always progressed with what I was doing and things just got easier. Kate's phenomenal. I, I wish she would, could take more people because she is so good. She gives, She's good. More, she gives way more than cash value and that's what you have to do. But Kate's got a lot of clients and there's only certain ones that come out as superstar like you because a lot of people don't follow the plan. 
So, right. but yeah, I, you know, anytime you get anxiety or overwhelmed, it's like learning a new system, a new job, moving to mm -hmm. a new, anything that's new is going to overwhelm me. And I think that's just, people try to avoid that. I'm like, no, okay. I knew it was coming. So I just had to suck it up and, and do it. Let's see. You got overwhelmed. What about hubby? Like, what was he saying? Did he, I know he supports you and everything, but like, did he mm -hmm. ever mention your weight? No. And that's the thing too, that kind of made it easier to put on the weight. You know, he loves me regardless and would never say anything, you know, about it. And, um, he's like, just whatever makes you happy, you know, at the end of the day, which now if you ask him, I'm sure he can tell you there's a big difference in how I feel and my confidence and how that affects your relationships and everything. Cause I was moody as hell when I wasn't happy with myself, you know, and that changes as your body changes. Yeah. What about sleep? Cause I know and we'll get into this about the hormones, but how is sleep? That's something I've always really, I've knew I've always needed my seven, eight, sometimes nine hours of sleep. And I've always shot, you know, forgetting that every night. So I always get my at least eight or nine hours. And that I think has been instrumental in keeping me well. And, and okay. All right. So when you went to better living, better living is a, we work with a couple of hormone fitness hormone docs. One is in LA PSRmed.com and then better living. Mm -hmm com in Sandy Springs. They work with remote clients uh, that we know and work with. Anyway, they'll just look deeper into stuff versus a regular MD. And you went to them how soon into your training? I think I had just finished the first three months and we had gotten great results. And I was just, I wanted to see how it would be without the, that kind of intervention and then versus adding it in there and then seeing. So I was like, okay, well, you know, we got great results in three months, but I really think it's time to delve into the hormonal issues and, and it really made a huge difference. Like within like four or five weeks, it just what was snowballed it? everything. Well, my cortisol was like non-existent. I can't remember exactly, but my testosterone was low. All the thyroid numbers were on the low side and we addressed all of that kind of pretty much immediately. We didn't add in the testosterone injections until after maybe four or five weeks of uh, addressing the cortisol and the thyroid. What but, did you, I know you have to do, uh, they say that addressing the thyroid without adrenals is like stacking things on a heavy, heavy things <clears throat> on a weak table, like with bad legs. So you have to address the adrenals first. And this is where MDs, they'll just put girls on Synthroid and call it a day and they just get mm -hmm. so bad. And it's because their adrenals are shot. So see, and she doesn't have kids. People are going to see that. Oh, she doesn't have kids. What are Her hormones are that of one that did have kids though. Cause I see hormone panels mm -hmm. all day. She says she's perfectionist. Those types of people have low hormones. I mean, it, it's a type of stress that we go through. So adrenals, what'd you do for that? That's where I began taking the cortisol and um, the, th then the thyroid supplement. supplement. Shit. So you got right on compound cortisol. You didn't even mess with adrenal cortex or anything? Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Holy shit. That means mm -hmm. you were really low. Now, what made you though, because you're in the medical field, a lot of times medical people are like, stubborn assholes they they don't believe in what we're doing oh god i feel good i don't, I don't know anyway yeah you trust that hey i'll just i'll take that because some people they want to sit there and fucking google they want to research i'm like bitch you are so sick like at this point you could eat cow if they told me cow shit would help i would do it so what made you what mindset did you have well i'm always i'm just very open-minded in in general and then i I did some research on my own just about like the adrenal fatigue. And then I've watched a lot of your videos, you know, you discussing that and then people you've worked with. And, um, in my past I did, I was a cardiomaniac, like 
five, six days of cardio an hour at a time and not lifts. We're talking like heart rate 185, 190 for, because that's what a previous coach had told me, you know, which it worked. I got results. I was, you know, small, but um, I just completely wore out my adrenals probably from doing that. You know, I think I remember it seems like now because did you do a show or you wanted to do a show? No, I didn't. What happened is um, I'd always kind of been in the gym and I'm, you know, familiar with the gym and I met a girl at the gym and back when we lived in Mississippi in like 2015, it was before my 30th birthday. So I wanted to, you know, cut up and, and lose some weight and lean up some. And she was like, well, I know how to do it. You know, you just pay me and I'll give you a plan. And the plan consisted of like eating hardly nothing and working out for an hour and then cardio for an hour. I would be in the gym almost two hours a day mm-hmm. and eating just, you know, oatmeal, chicken and broccoli, uh, sweet potato, half a banana. And then, you know, things like that. Like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have been there. I, I do. And it takes that people that just come to us and they kind of don't know another thing. They don't know what's out there. It's like you guys mm-hmm. are train right now you don't even know it but damn okay so you did the bro diet in two hours a day you were doing cardio at 180 mm-hmm. like oh my god yeah you- so yeah I got results and then that's why also when I um quit doing all that and slowly changed my habits I put on weight faster than I mean I've never put on weight like that in my entire life so I knew there was something to it you know with the hormones and metabolism and then you know, what I was doing before. Cause I think you have a video about that. Um, but I was looking at, you were like, you can do this and you can go to orange theory and then you can drop it, but you'll never achieve that again that way. You know? Yeah. It's only going to work one time like that one time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you have a period then? Well, I haven't had them in years because of the type of birth control I'm on. So I, I don't, you know, that I don't know how that has been affected. Okay. But you are you still on birth control? Mm-hmm. Okay, so hey, you can get results on birth control. Dealt with some candida as well, but going back, okay, you did compound cortisol, then you added in thyroid. What'd you do for that? Uh, the Nature Throid. It's just a small. Um, I think I started with the half grain for about a year, and then we upped me to a full grain. Wow. What are you on now? It's the one grain of that, and then they recently um, increased my cortisol too. For about a year, I stayed um, on maybe five, and I'm on ten. Okay, so they're and they're better living because you don't need to stay on cortisol that long, the thyroid and stuff like that. But what they do and what they've done for me and other clients is they'll get you to a healthy point. We try to come off that. Let's let's address maybe something else so that everything works better. But I have seen them fix things, adrenals, thyroid, so you don't have to take it. So that's going to yeah. be fun to watch you do that now. So you did uh, adrenals, thyroid, <clears throat> and then added in the T injections, right? Not cream. Mm-hmm. And that's worked out for you. You haven't had any bad side effects. The only side effects probably from the testosterone is a little bit of like bumps on my back that hadn't been that noticeable, but that's, they, they bumped me down from every week to every other week and it's been a little better, but I'm like, I'll take it if it's, yeah. you know, getting me where I need to be and, and keeping everything stable. I'm fine with that side effect, you know. And estrogen's good, everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what helped, what worked for me was it's called DHT, dihydrotestosterone. It's really genetic. It's why some people early in life get acne when they go through hormonal changes or later in life when they go through hormonal changes, they'll get acne out of nowhere. Well, really it's, it's in your genetics. That's why some people just never get acne. But in the case that you get a chin hair, pimples, whatever, you can take finasteride. 
and it will block that bad conversion. And then eventually you can get to where you don't take it because you can heal your adrenals and your thyroid because it's, it's the sex binding hormones, like getting those healthy mm -hmm. will eventually help the other things and all that stuff. So that's interesting about this, the, the testosterone because it's a tricky thing. Testosterone therapy, mm -hmm. tricky. You can go too high, everything, but it seems to be working for you. What did you notice? Because people think, women think, oh my God, testosterone, that's like steroids. I'm like, no, I have fat housewives that take testosterone. So right. Oh yeah. What did you notice the day or day after when you did your injection? I just noticed that um, my energy, my stamina was better um, pretty much immediately. And within the weeks following that, I could see every, like, muscles that you know you've been working on and working on and you can finally start seeing a little bit more definition so i don't know you know that definitely helped yes yes and what she's saying is i always say here's how you tell if testosterone's working for me I'll, if you take it that day it's like you can do the laundry go to the store and work out mm -hmm. and it's like you'll clean that closet out you know what i mean mm -hmm. i love it and then work right cognition you're sharper yeah yeah you definitely tell a difference um and that's what I think in the beginning when I filled out your client inquiry, it asked about energy and I'm like, Oh, I feel fine. But I just didn't even realize how I didn't feel fine until I felt fine because I've always been the type that, you know, suck it up and go, you know, I didn't realize I didn't feel good until I felt good. Then I knew the difference. <laughs> Such a pain. Megan. It's so hard for us because I'm intuitive as well. Mm -hmm. I'm a person and I'm, I see their body. I see their blood work. I see their non-results. And I'm like, you need to be on this. I feel good. I'm like, Oh my God, no, but they're so in denial. And mm -hmm. I, I love that about Megan is she looked at us and went, Hey, obviously I need some help. I'm going to be open, mm -hmm. whatever you got. So that's mm -hmm. what it's results. It's you have to be open and coachable. Not like, well, I mean, I, I'm just this and that. No, you're not. No, you're not. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. So we got that hormones, food. Okay. So I'm getting excuses like the people that I reached out to based on your picture. Uh -huh. Well, I just, I mean, I just like to eat too much, you know, I just like to eat. So I just don't think that's going to, it's going to work for me. What would you say? Yeah, it's just, you've just got to get your mind right. It's all, I mean, you're just making excuses because that's what's easy. I was there, you know, it, it's just, that's comfortable for you. You, you, you don't want the restrictions. You're not ready. Um, you have to be ready to, and then you'll realize like at first it's like a task and it's like, it kind of gets on your nerves. I can only eat this. I'm going to do that. But then it becomes, you see how your body feels and how you feel. And it becomes what you want. Like even on the weekends, I get my chicken from the crock pot and I don't want anything at a restaurant during the day, you know, because I'd rather have what I have because I know it's going to make me feel. I want my berries and my chicken. I don't want a bunch of crap. Like eventually you, you see that and it becomes what you want. But in the beginning, it's hard. It's hard to, to swallow that you need to eat this type of way when you're not used to it you're used to running to mcdonald's or you know whatever it's a, it's a change but you've just got to do it just my strategy was one meal at a time i'm going to eat this meal i'm going to do this workout and eventually it's going to be worth it and when it is your mindset changes when you see that you committed to the process step by step not the whole like thirty thousand foot view oh yeah i was you know, baby steps, but I knew I would eventually get there. You know, it didn't happen overnight, but um, now that I'm sitting kind of on my goal end, it feels like it did really. But looking back, I can see, you know, just a little bit of progression, but um, like you, like you preach, it becomes a lifestyle and it really does. Now, okay. You still go to fast food restaurants? 
Sometimes, sometimes. That's what I'm saying. That's right. So, so what do you get now versus what you used to get? Or do you get the same right. thing? No, I, if I go now, I'm, I'm looking for my grilled chicken fruit and, you know, I'm going to have my dressing on the side and um, depending on my carb or fat allowance for that day and where I'm staying, you know, I'll decide on a bun or not, you know, things like that. But um, it's definitely doable. So you eat according to your goal and how it makes you feel, not your emotional state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. I mean, and we still, you know, like I told you guys in the beginning, my husband and I are foodies and we're very much like every weekend's a date night. We go out to a different place in Atlanta or, you know, somewhere local that we wanted to try. And I still get to do that with him, you know, and it's something that, you know, gives me a little time off from the meal prep. And, but I still, you know, sometimes we'll keep in the background line. Okay. Where am I at macro wise? Like, do I need to make a better decision tonight? And then sometimes if I feel like, you know, you need that, that refeed meal, I just eat whatever the hell I want to that night. So and it's been working. Well, and that's the thing I found out too, is like, you find out what you can and can't get away with. You find out mm -hmm. how many glasses of wine or beer can you really have without starting to feel like a dusty can of biscuits. Mm -hmm. And then you like, right pull it back a little bit. That's what, that's what I've done. Okay. And you mm -hmm. use NutriPlan, which is our software. I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. I yeah. really love it. Yeah, me too. God. Uh, what about fitness pal? You ever use that? I did, but I, it wasn't very user friendly for me. So I never got very far with it, but I, I had in the past. Okay. Job wise, did you get promoted? Did you, was work easier? Like what else changed in your life? Well, I mean, you know, it's funny because I wasn't even in the beginning. I was like, I've just got to, to lose some weight. You know, that was my kind of my main goal, but all these other things, you know, kind of come into play when you start working on yourself, you find other ways to kind of work on yourself and being around, you know, a positive community and, and seeing that. But I, I did find that I was working on myself as far as patience and my relationships and how I was with my coworkers and all of that kind of fell into place. But yeah, really, um, things have been going great since I've been working on myself, you know, and it's kind of trickled down to my husband and to other family members, you know, it's kind of a slower process, but physically, mentally, everybody's kind of in a better spot. So Love it just happens, you know, when you open that floodgate. Love it. That's why people always try to change everybody else. I'm like, just, just you get better and do mm -hmm. you going to be like a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand some people, did you ever have anybody like a hater where they were like, you need to eat? Like, why are you doing that? What happened with all that? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've come across that with, um, you know, family, friends, et cetera. Just, I think they think that I'm starving, you know, but it's like, no, if I choose to not put a half a stick of butter in my eggs in the morning, it's, it's because I don't, you know, that's just not a goal. That's not, anybody should do that. You know, like, I don't know, but I've seen that with like, family, you know, but I don't get it too often because I think I do post a lot about eating and I think they realize I'm not starving over here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How many, how many calories are you eating right now? Um, I haven't looked. She's just bumped me up. I think I'm like 2,080, 2,100 maybe. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 2,100. And then how much cardio do you do now? Well, I did 20 minutes yesterday of like lists, but normally we, we, I might do that once a week, once every two or three weeks. Um, it's not been oh my God. Okay. often at all. But you got to be training like an hour and a half in the gym. No. Well, okay. So how long are you training weightlifting now? 30 to 45 minutes is probably what, how much I'm in there now, in and oh, out. Shit. Oh my God. So 30 mm. 45 minutes of weights 
Is it, what, what kind of lifting? Like, give me an example of your leg day. Yeah. Um, it's actually shorter now. I was like shocked because I, you know, I, I want to do more, but sometimes more is less. But uh, I think like I'm going today um, and I'm going to do single leg squat, the reverse hip abductors. I love those yes. on the machine. I've got that, that, and then I've got single leg um, calf raises and one, like one other thing, um, the band, monster band for like three minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but my glutes, and thighs will be screaming by the end of that workout. But I just think I have four workouts, four exercises today. Yeah, no, those monster walks are money. Okay, so you do that. Hardly any cardio. Um, okay, did sex life get better or stay the same? Better. Better, okay. Better. More, more confidence or body awareness or? Because, you know, my husband and I have been married 10 years, been together a long time. It wasn't confidence or it was just, I think the, the, just me feeling better, not necessarily that he cared, you know, he was fine with me either well, way. After I got pregnant, I'm like, y'all are disgusting. Sometimes men, they don't care. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't care. And then, you know, when I addressed my um, testosterone, I think that really is where we saw a difference too, because, you know, it really affects your libido and it was finally where it needed to be. So, yeah. Now, high school, you know, high school, Megan or middle school, Megan, did you find, cause I did, you know, where your libido is in high school or right out of high school, college, was it ever like, did it match now? Does that make sense? I, now is better than ever. Now is better. I say, I'll tell people all the time, um, sex life, um, physical fitness, mental clarity, mental health. I'm in a better spot now than I've been in my entire life. So okay. it's gotta be something with everything, the, the combination of it all. Well, and people would think some of these fitness models, oh, she's in shape. Well, they don't know she's really doing two hours a day in the gym and she's not eating. She's not wanting to have sex at all. Right. Like I, I was there. I was competing right. like that, like really low hormone. No, you may look good, but you don't function well. This mm -hmm. is not what you're doing. Not only do you look good, you're like a high, now you're a Ferrari. We can, we can drive you and everything instead of just like looking at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, okay. So drive you, that sounds horrible, but you know what I'm saying? Skip all of <laughs> You're like a good, like a broken down sports car. No, no good. You know? Yeah. Right. Okay. I know what you mean. So, uh, drinking, do you drink? Did, could you drink in the beginning? Like how was all that? Um, I, we do. And that's the thing that I was kind of leery about too, because I knew, you know, that makes a difference in your caloric intake and your metabolism and how you feel. But in the beginning, I was really strict with it. Um, I would have like, on my off-plan meal, I would have a lean meal. You know, I really wouldn't have just very huge off-plan meals. I knew I, I didn't need it. You know, I needed to to get some um, body fat off, so I didn't want to slow down the process. And Kate had gently mentioned, try to keep it lean, you know. Lean. So I would I would keep it my off-plan meal. It would be one, and it would be lean, and I would have, like, limit myself to two alcoholic drinks for that night, you know, and it would just be one night a week, probably on a Saturday night. And then as I dropped the body fat and um, kind of leaned out some, I allowed myself to have more. You know, now I don't really, you know, two or three drinks and that's all I need anyways on yeah. an off plan. Okay. So what do you eat like in the beginning throughout this year or months or whatever? Well, let me back up. Where did you all used to go out to eat a lot? Mexican restaurant, a steakhouse before you got this? Um... We really the same kind of places, honestly, um, just anywhere. We, we always try something different. So, but we were big on steakhouses, like, you know, the different steakhouses. Like uh, Texas Roadhouse? 
software like like SDK and Chops and you know. Bougie, she's talking about bougie stuff. Yes. So let's just do either STK or Texas Roadhouse or Longhorn. Tell me what you would get before you got with us versus now. Well, I would definitely, I would eat all the bread that I could have, you know, <laughs> all the bread. Um, and butter. Steak, potatoes, butter, uh, desserts, you know, all, all of it, all of it. That was what I would have, you know. Um, and now, um, I'm, I'm, I love my filet, so I still want to get a filet, and then I'll probably get a, a vegetable, you know, with it versus that. And I'm going to hold off on the bread or have, like, one bite. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, and then what did you drink before us? What do you drink now? Well, see, that's the thing, too. I, we, we love to try different drinks. We go to breweries, wineries, um, bourbon. You know, I like it all. I'm not just a wine or a beer drinker. But before, I was really into the craft beers. And, I mean, just had to cut that out because any way you, you slice a craft beer, you know, you're just not going to come out on, the, on a good side. You know, you're looking at three, 400 calories. And some of them have, like, 40 carbs per, you know. So I really cut back on on that if we do go to um, a brewery I'm gonna have like one versus six you know so. Yeah, so and people get this too they're like you know you used to be fun I'm like yeah mm -hmm. that's I, I don't know even how to how to go with that it's just a different idea different crowd y'all still hang out with the same crowd or yeah, we had kind of narrowed our circle in the past few years anyway, especially with the move from Mississippi to here. Um, definitely narrowed down our circle, but we've got our best friends from Mississippi that um, are the main people we talk to, and um, they understand, you know, they're very understanding with it, and they're like, do you, whatever works, and, you know, <laughs> cheering us on, you know, but yeah, um, I think my husband keeps in touch with some other people, and they're like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, not I, as supportive. Yeah. And you know, I'm not impressed with anything. It's like Cat Williams says that comedian goes, if you're doing the same thing on your birthday this year than you were doing last year, I don't want to come. I'm trying to go with people that's doing something different each birthday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, biggest struggle in this past, I don't know, 15 months. Like what, what was the time when you were really just, Hey, I don't know if I can do this. You know, it's after I got over the initial hurdle of changing my habits and um, getting adjusted to meal prepping and making a, the gym a priority, which I've always loved being in the gym. So that came easily once I you know, got through the soreness because I was really sore for a long time. But um, really, since that initial hump, it's been smooth sailing. It's been like second nature. And um, I don't see life any other way now. Like it's just what was a new way. What's the initial hump, you think? Like 30, 21 days, three months? Probably the first full three months, really, you know, getting into that routine. And, and me, you know, I knew I was going to do it, you know, but was it going to stick? Because I was terrified of, am I going to go backwards again? You know, mm -hmm. am I going to lose that as a priority? But when you stick with it long enough and, and it just becomes, you know, second nature, it becomes so easy. So... Where do you think, first of all, you were with another coach before. Have you ever tried to do stuff on your own? Yeah, I did. I was doing things on my own prior to the first coach. And then, in, um, in, you know, before I saw you guys, you know, I, I didn't get very far. I mean, you know, I was, I looked okay, but I didn't really have, 
you know, muscle definition. I still have a lot of cellulite on my legs. And I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I try to split up uh, muscle groups and I throw in cardio, but cause I wasn't sure, you know, really what I was doing, you know, getting in there, but um, it makes so much sense now, you know, after being with you guys and learning about, um, especially the cardio thing, you know, how less is more. And, you know, I still go to the gym and I see these girls and they look great, but I see them in there for hours and hours and hours. And they're on these, they'll go from stair climber to chair. And I want to say, honey, I could save you so much heartache. Cause like no one likes to be in the gym that long. I hate cardio. I, you know, so yeah. it's just so much easier when you know, and you start doing it right. Okay. So what do you feel like, um, what did you learn the most? Like, could, I know you said the cardio thing, but like versus your other coach and, and what Kate does through us, what are some things that are completely different or are they different? The eating. Yes. Um, you actually nourish your body. You know, that's actually the goal is to nourish your body and to hit a certain number for a certain reason versus eat this because it's a half a cup and this is all we know, you know, like, um, you know, I can still have things like I have a little, um, cheese puff, um, for like post-workout, you know, not all the time. And Lucky Charms was in there for a while. And, but I actually eat, I actually eat and you find what you, you know, what you like and then what works, but, um, eating more often and eating more food, um, in general has been much more successful. And then you're, you're not hungry. Right. Okay. What about since you had bad adrenals and thyroid, were you shitting before versus now? No. Yeah. Yeah, it was a guessing game, and, and then I was um, constipated, or my stomach would be bloated, and um, now I'm, I pride myself on my regularity, and if something is off, I'm like, <laughs> right? why, why is something off? Like, I, I know I'm regular, and, and it's like, I feel like an old, you know, old lady, but um, I love it. Like, it, it's made a huge difference. We talk about our BMs. I had one client that she laughed. She goes, I, shitting is my favorite. But it yeah. is, you don't feel easy when women that go days and without shitting. Oh, I have IBS. Okay. Candida. Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. What what happened there? Um, I don't know how, but I had uh, developed an overflora of Candida and I, um, the symptoms were, I just would, my little belly would look like a little pregnant little pooch, you know, cause I had gotten down to pretty low body fat. So I knew my belly was kind of flat, you know, my abs look, you normally look like, and then here, there for a couple of weeks, like every single day, like it would pooch up, and like literally, I'd show my husband, like, look at this, like, this is what people look like when they're a few months pregnant, you know, like, and it would come and go, you know, um, it was kind of hard, and anyway, so um, I talked to Kate about it, and um, talked to Meryl and them at Better Living, and they said, well, I was due for my blood work, she was like, well, let's, um, Dr. Cutipo was like, let's pull your candida levels. And sure enough, they were high. He was like, yeah, this is the root of, you know, your symptoms, which most people, it's a lot worse than that, the symptoms. Um, so I don't know. Did you crave how? Sugar? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you eat fruit or actually eat sugar? Fruit, fruit. And then sometimes like on the off-plan meal, like I'd have like a scoop of ice cream or something, you know, extra, you know, sugar, but, um, yeah, I definitely was craving sugar and having really bad bloating, but um, we addressed that. So, is it better? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, I would need to do a follow up blood test or not, but I mean, uh, the symptoms have definitely gotten better. 
Well, I do know birth control will cause candida. Mm-hmm. I saw that on my research. But if you focus on gut health, just glutamine, L-glutamine powder in your water, you probably do that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Celery juice in the morning. There's so many ways that we can work on your candida. But I've listened to, have you ever listened to the medical medium? Mm-mm. He talked about, is such a cool thing because people will say to kill candida, you take out all sugars, even like certain carbs. And that's great and all, but he says you can eat fruit. And he has this big thing on fruit, even though it's a sugar and what carbs do and all that. And it comes down to like your pancreas and how things are broken down. It was mind blowing, but it really comes to gut health. So I don't know, maybe that's something we can work on moving forward. Um, okay. Are you, are you going to have any kids or no? Still up in the air. That's what um, my husband and I, we keep every couple of years, we're like ah, a couple more years. Then a couple more years, we're like a couple more, but we're, we're getting up there. I mean, I'll be 34 soon. My husband will be 40. And that's what my OBGYN was like. Are we family plan? I'm like, no, I don't think not yet, but uh, we're either going to, you know, miss that boat or not. (laughs) It's still up in the air. (laughs) It is hard. It is hard. I've been there. We waited 10 years before we had kids. I know. I just, I love them to death. I have nieces that are like my entire world and I, and I have no doubt that being a mom, you know, would be the best thing in the world, but it's such a hard, hard hurdle, hard decision. Um, just to put it out there. I wish I was more confident. A lot of women, you know, they know I want to be a mom. I'm ready. Like that's just terrifying to me. So we'll see. Some people, this is interesting too. Like I know women that are stay at home moms and that's all they've ever done. They've got, they get married and then shot, just immediately get pregnant and they just become a stay at home mom. They're mommy their kids get older and they get sad and then they have like a kid out of nowhere that's 11 years later. And really I was listening to some psychiatrists and what it is in that energy vampire book too, is that these women, certain women, it's not necessarily that they want to be a mom. It's what the kids make them feel like mm-hmm. that they only mm-hmm. get the kids. So you never know what people want. Oh, I just want to be a mom. I mean, that's awesome, but that's just hard. Like, you want to see what your marriage is made of hell you can be broke have a kid you better find out right 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 just ride that out ride that out okay um words of wisdom advice like if there's a girl out there that's on the fence she's scared to she don't have the money like what, what about the money like it's expensive what would you say what would you say it is though but if you were to divide it like monthly you know, like into a monthly cost, and I usually pay a three, six, or a, a 12 months, you know, up front. It's really not that big of a deal if you look at it monthly and you look at it weekly and you look at how much you just waste on on things. Then those things that aren't so good for your health, how much are you wasting going to Starbucks and going to McDonald's or these, you know, whatever things that you're doing? Uh, you know, the money will work itself out. That's just like anything in life. You know, you, you make it a priority and things shift in your you know what you're paying and what becomes a priority and it'll work out you know that's that's part of it and then you know just quit making excuses I mean I was there I was there I made excuses and and I knew it was time like you've got to take it's hard it's hard to look in the mirror and say okay well this xyz has led me to this point and it's been my fault and I've got to do something about it you know but at some point you have to take ownership and say okay I've got to get myself out of the mess I created and and I think that's hard for people to admit because they want to think maybe I don't know things happened to them and it just happened exactly the mentality is a victim yeah so you just can't be like that and if they're thinking well is that me 
well, yeah, if you're still sitting there unhappy and because mm-hmm. of the circumstances, you create your own reality. If you want something to be better, what will make you feel better? Well, being in shape, losing 10 pounds. You know what I mean? It's amazing mm-hmm. how getting physically fit and healthy leads you to enlightenment, whether it's better relationships, job, outlook on life. So, yeah. It does. And growing up, because I don't think, um, I don't have anything like pressing, because it's really simple and it's not simple because it's the way you're wired. You're not victim mentality. You take responsibility and ownership. You don't lie to Kate. If you didn't eat something or you ate something, you would tell Kate. Mm-hmm. There was no, exactly. there's no, you don't have any deep seated rooted issues. We have a lot of people with just some issues. They may need therapy and a lot of other stuff. So, you know, growing up, did you have siblings? Yes, I have uh, one older sister, my sister, Cassie, she's three years older. Um, just she and I. Is she fit or no? Or? She is. She's like everyone in my family. We're naturally blessed with, you know, pretty good genetics. Um, and I always laugh at her because she can, she'll like, she'll go through McDonald's once or twice a day or how many times a week. And she's still small. And I was like, must be nice. You know, I can drive by there and put on five pounds, but um, yeah, she's, she's small. She's always been small. My mom's small. My dad's small. Everyone's just kind of naturally um, I'm smaller. So that's never been a genetic issue. So, so you really did, you messed up your metabolism with that mm-hmm. coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. Damn. And I respect it though. I do because you give me a girl that'll damn near kill herself trying to get fit. She's got something up here that ain't nobody. That's military shit. That's, that's sickest. That's sick discipline. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was going to, you know, that's what my, I told my husband, you know, cause he saw my journey the first time and he was re- a little reluctant, you know, this time that he, you know, he was like, I trust that you're, you know, going to do things differently and that hopefully this is going to be a good fit, you know, cause before, you know, I would let my blood sugar bottom out and almost hit the floor and I just looked bad and people would say like, I weighed the same as I weigh now, actually, when I finished that program, but people would say, are you okay? You don't look good. Like my color wasn't good. And I just looked thin. Like I didn't have the muscle mass that I have now. Um, it's a completely different look. And I definitely, you know, didn't have the energy to make it through a work day without feeling a little faint, you know, um, caffeine and sugar or, or no, mm-hmm. really caffeine cause you can't eat sugar. And these coaches, like, were they a lot cheaper than what you pay us? Oh yeah. Yeah. She was, I think it was like $200 for the eight weeks for the meal plan and the workout or something like that. You know, there's bad hairstylists, there's bad nurses, there's bad doctors. It's just, it is what it is. What would you say though, when you go into hire a coach and trainer, did you look at her testimonies? Did you research her or the initial one? No, Mm -mm. it just, it just happened across her in the gym. And I was like, well, that sounds like a, a good thing. I'll do it. You know, um, I was definitely naive on that one in the, in the beginning, but um, I, I do best. You live and you learn. I do best applying. So I'm glad that that did happen because I learned a whole lot from it. You know, um, I learned by doing, so it, it was a lesson. And then too, I've worked with so many people like you that are nurses or teachers or whatever, and they go through this and they're like, wow, this feels cool. I want to help others. And they become trainers and they do a side hustle on the side Mm -hmm. and you can make more money. Like you can actually turn it into a career because if you can show somebody how to get, how to have success and what you did, that's how you make money. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. Um, Okay. Okay. So growing up mindset, was there anything like, what did your mom and dad do for work? My mom was a nurse. 
Um, and my dad, he's always done different jobs from like business maintenance standpoint, you know, um, but I always wanted to be in the health field. So I knew that was probably where I was heading. I was more of the caregiver type, you know, that's always been my thing and um, always excelled at everything. That's me. I'm going to, it's going to be all or nothing. Yeah. That hadn't changed. Okay. So uh, childhood wise sibling, you know, did your mom have an eating disorder? No, it was just kind of very normal around food. It was pretty, it's pretty normal around her. If anything, my mom, and she, I still get on to her about it. She doesn't eat what she needs to Like, you know, she'll pick or she'll go like hours and hours without eating. And like, I tell her all the time, I said, you got, and she knows I'm like, you need to eat and you need to eat more regularly. She's always been, you know, small, but, um, other than that, just pretty normal. So did you grow up eating breakfast every morning or like, what was, what was your daily food? It was like, it was like a quick, like a cereal or like a biscuit. Like it wasn't anything, you know, healthy for sure. But, um, that was pretty much it, you know, growing up, unless I was at the grandparents' house and it was, you know, 10 course breakfast. But, um, as an adult, I got in a really bad habit of skipping it. And really when I got to be my heaviest and I was skipping most meals actually, because that's what my husband was like, you know, you're not eating anything. And then I had put on so much weight, but I'd get home at night and I'd eat two servings of dinner, you know? Um, so my, my relationship with food and, and making time for food has been one of the biggest helps, I think for sure. Last thing is, I just want to say fast food is expensive. When I go there to like Wendy's and I get us, I get me a, whatever I want, the kids, like it's like $30 when I get a meal for everybody. That's crazy. You, that, that, that compounds, that's so expensive. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Is there anything else that you think we need to cover that maybe somebody reached out to you to see what you did? Are you, you know, what, what, what should we throw out there that can help somebody? I don't know. I've, I've thought about that, but like um, you had said, the common thing I, I see too, is just excuses. You just got to get over yourself um, and quit the excuses because it's just not, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get, you're not going to be able to move forward. Just bite the bullet, you know, bite the bullet and do it. It's not going to be easy at the beginning. It's not supposed to be, you know, any kind of change in life isn't going to be easy. Um, but does it get easy? Yes, absolutely. Um, Don't be a wimp, you know, mm-hmm. I just, just do I, it. it makes me sad though to see women when they want it, but mm-hmm. then they do, they act like this. So it's almost like, what, what do you think that is? Do you think that self-sabotage, self-sabotage for sure. Got it. So maybe, maybe they could, you, do you listen to any inspirational or like educational podcasts or anything mentally that shifts your, the way you think? Not consistently, you know, I've, I've, you know, caught a few here and there, but not consistently. I just, I I'll call myself on my BS, you know, I know when I'm being a little bitch about something or I'm, you know, making excuses. And then my husband and I, we have a relationship. He'll call me out or I'll call him out. You know, it's just, sometimes it's not fun to be aware it's easier to just kind of stick in your bubble and go about your life. But, um, it's, it's, you've got to make it something you work on, you know, that self-awareness, you know, as you get older, you should be kind of doing that anyways. But at some point you have to really look in the mirror, you know, and see what's holding you back. You know, I just want to say this since we're talking about it, then we'll be done. If that's them, if that's you, if you're listening to this and it's like, you know, I just can't, she's right. I am self-sabotaged. I, I, don't, I can't get past that. Therapy. Go to a therapist that does not mm-hmm. have drugs. There's some reason that they feel maybe not worthy, or there's just maybe they're around just toxic people. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is, 
but all I know is you need some type, it's a mental disorder. It's a, it's some, it's an issue. Um, and you have to, you have to get to the point that, that Megan did self-awareness, emotional IQ. Yeah. Just awareness, awareness. Mm -hmm. And you're not the victim. Life's not happening to you, bitch. You create your own reality. Like that's it. So yeah, that's the help. So I appreciate your time because I know you had to like slide me in in between patients. Yeah, absolutely. I move things around. I have a flexible schedule. I can move folks to different days. I'm actually going to head to the gym probably after this, but it's easy for me to move, move, move folks around. Well, cool. Uh, what we can do is maybe throw out something. If somebody hears this and wants to work with us one-on-one, -on -one, I don't know if you're in hot moms or not. Maybe what we can do is the toolkit. Do you use our toolkit? I have it on, um, what is it? Uh, the true coach app. I think I have the little link in there. I have used bits and pieces of it. So what we'll do is if you want to work with us one-on-one, -on -one, just mention the name of this podcast when you email us and we will give you the free toolkit. It's like a $97. It's between 47 and 97 depends on when you sign up. So we'll give that to you. If you sign up with Megan's with Megan's name and podcast, how about that? Okay, good. Be great. Thanks, Megan, and let us know how we can help. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. All I gotta do is go, go, get, get, stay up out my bed. Uh huh. Ball till I fall. Say what? Gloss until I finish. I dig go, yeah, get, get, stay up out my bed. Oh, I live and get the killers taking me to the Thanks for listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast with Casey Ship. Be sure to follow us at Casey Ship on Instagram or subscribe to Casey Ship on YouTube. Till next time.